0: Well, thank you, sir. You were nervous enough for both of us. <laughs> right? Hey, since this message started supernaturally, we're just going to keep it going supernaturally. Ma'am, what's your name? In the white? Yep. Jenny. Jenny, you ever had uh, any uh, joint problems in your back, ankles, area? You want to stand up for me? I don't mean to put you out there, but show me where. Okay. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now for completely healing Jenny's leg. Yep. Yep. Feel the release. Tell me when you feel it. Bend it. Go ahead and bend the leg. Yep. Yep. How's that feel? Move that. Good. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. Okay. The reason why I'm doing this is because what happens is when you release healing into the atmosphere, because the word started out supernaturally. It came in through visions. Three of them. I had another one while we were in worship. And... What happens is when you release healing into the atmosphere, it shifts the atmosphere. It breaks uh, strongholds and it breaks uh, footholds, and then it begins to shift principalities that try and attack the body while we're here. The weight that we were feeling wasn't because it's tired; it's because God wants to move. Right? You've had problems in your in your lower very body. Want to stand up for me? Show me where. Yeah. So, Father, in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and twist for me. Yep. Go ahead and twist your your lower. Yep. Yep. Twist. Yep. How's that feel? Does it still hurt? More? Yep. Yep. Okay. We're going to keep doing this. Something I want to allow you guys to do is if God is speaking to you, right? Because, again, we started this in the supernatural, so, if God is speaking to you and you feel like God is nudging pulling at your heart, and you feel like god is is telling like you feel his presence on you, I just want you to i'm I just want you to come lay yourself or kneel or whatever right I want you to understand you have the freedom to move in the Holy Spirit the way that you, you when you feel his presence, if you feel him, if you feel like right now, just a weighty just a weighty presence because we'll... What this is, is that the reason why the, the, the title of the sermon series is on identity, but the title of what I'm speaking about is an identity crisis. Wow. So a lot of us, what happens is, is instead of, for, for some of us, first time you've ever been here, hey, welcome to Vision Ministries, it's wonderful to have you. For some of you, you're used to this, you've seen us move in the prophetic, you've seen us move in healing, you've seen God's presence move okay? but for the So for those of us who have moved and felt God move and felt God's touch and felt God's hand on their life, what happens is the enemy, like we talked about fear, we talked about being overcome by fear, and what happens is you feel God's presence, and you go like this, and the enemy goes, wait, what, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Are they going to stop me? Are they going to, are they going to look at me? Are they going to laugh at me? Are they going to So I I want to break that in the name of Jesus, and I want to give you the opportunity, I want to give you the ability to move freely, okay? So there's going to be some of you who are going to begin to cry in the Spirit. Some of you are going to begin to laugh in the Spirit. Good stuff. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I want to encourage you as we go into this, feel free to be moved by the Spirit the way that He moves you, the same way, right? I saw her and I saw him, and there's other people that I'm seeing right now, but we're going we're gonna to keep moving in this thing. So it says, where does identity come from? Where does your identity come from? A lot of us, when we pull identity, it's from something that we're good at. It's something that we are able to do, something we're not able to do, something that, that we can find confidence in, right? Right? But when we find our identity in in Jesus, that identity comes from intimacy. That identity is released in intimacy. You begin to identify with someone, something, someplace greater than yourself. Since we already stood him up and prayed for him, I'm going to use him as an example. Uh, My brother Albert, they, when he goes into another country, they're going to identify him with the United States Navy. Why? because of the, the uniform that he wears, because of the, the patches that he has to, I'm not sure if you have medals on your, on your uniform, and they're going to know who he is. They are going to specifically identify him with, that, with this country and with that branch of the military. He no longer, they'll no longer see him as Albert Nemeth, right? They're going to see him as a, a Navy military man coming to Guam. So when we begin to identify with the father when we begin to take on the mantle of the father when we begin to take on father god and become intimate with him he would say this to us out of First John 3, 1 John 3:14 see what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God, and that, it, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that, we, that it does not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what will we be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. See, he's saying when we begin to choose to be like him, when we begin to choose to, to focus directly on, on Jesus and, and his father, who we now call Abba, when we begin to focus on him, he's, we're able to say that in that day when we see him, we will be like him. The manifestations of the Spirit is just another way of him saying, Look, I am well pleased with you, and I want to show you who I am in you and through you. I want to show you how great my love is for you. Because a lot of times we forget, right? We know that Jesus died, rose, went to hell, took the keys from hell in the grave, came back, went up to heaven. What He, he, he bought and ransomed us, and we forget that. We forget it, and he's. And what did he do when he when he rose? What did he do? He went. He showed himself to five hundred more. They didn't even know who he was until he said, "I am He." Put your hand. Put your finger in my in the hole in my my, my hand, and put your, your hand in my side. And Timothy or doubting Thomas said, "Lord, it's you." He had to bring back the identity. He had, to, he had to bring back the remembrance of who it was that he served. He had to bring back the remembrance of what it what it was, what was, his, what was his his goal, what was his reasoning? Why did he become a disciple? Why did he why did he do what he did? Why did Jesus call him? We have to bring back that remembrance. So another way that we bring back that remembrance, if you go to, in Acts, in the book of Acts, you've got Acts 9.7, 9, and then we're going to move to Acts twenty two nine. In Acts 9.7, it's when Paul was on the road to Damascus, and he was heading to kill the, the, the Jews. The Christian the Christian Jews, which they call the way. And when this happened, a bright light came and they said the people that were with him, the Greek word that was that was given, they said, We heard a voice. We saw a bright light and we heard a voice. So when you go out to Acts 22.9, Paul says, Acts 22.9. Paul says, they saw it, but they didn't hear it. So you've got a lot of scholars that are saying, well, there's there's a contradiction there. There's no contradiction. You're just looking at two different Greek words. You're looking at two different breakdowns of Greek words. Because when they said, They said they heard it. Paul said they didn't understand it. The Greek word for that is is telephonos. Okay? So they heard the ring, but they didn't pick up the receiver. A lot of us are hearing the ring, but we're not picking up the receiver. Paul said you heard what was going on, but you didn't understand who was saying it. You saw the light, but you didn't know who the light was. It's like a text. You can have a mass text or you can have a singular text. I can either send a text to Isaiah or I can send a text to every single person in this room. And some of us have gotten texts back and saying, my phone doesn't get that. What are you saying? Did you get that? Some of you are getting the text and your phone is saying, this does not compute. What is and you're saying, I want the text, but what is it saying? So, as we're talking about what they heard now, when they said, we didn't hear, we, we heard it, but we didn't know it was being said, it was because they heard a sound, but they, when Paul said they didn't hear it, they heard, he heard his voice. When Paul was saying, when, he, when, that, when that phone began to ring, when, Paul met, when Jesus met Paul at the road of Damascus in that very place, and he knew exactly how to get Paul's attention, he made his donkey speak, stop immediately. And he said, who are you, Lord? Who are you? And the men that were with him kept saying, I can hear him, right? I can hear these things, but the reception is all wrong. What are you filtering God's voice through? What are you filtering? The, the phone is ringing. I, I get calls from people and they'll be in factories for my job. And, and they're talking and I'm hearing, uh, g- uh, g- g. I'm like, bro. And he can hear me, but I can't hear him. Wow. And the father's saying, I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Because what are you filtering me through? Wow. And even those men, they wanted the, there's scholars who want to debate this, but the word is, that you, you have phonos, phono, and phos. These Greek words, right? So you have these, this breakdown And a lot of times when we talk about people, they say, I heard what you were saying. And I'll say, but you weren't listening to what I was saying. How many times do we get caught up in that? How many times do we get caught up when we're talking about finding identity in Christ? We've talked about Pastor Josh begin to show us in the scriptures who we are in Christ. Pastor Joy began to talk about last week how it was that we take off the mask so that we can no longer put on a facade. But what do we do when we take off the masks? What do we do when we take off the facade? What do we do when we, when we walk and, and we're trying to find the intimacy in what it is that, that God is revealing to us through His Word? Even when He, when the intimacy that, that God was revealing to Paul when He blinded him, put him in a room, put scales over his eyes for three days, sent, sent a man to him and said, now I want you to, to go to Him and I want you to heal Him. It's time. Paul was ready to go wherever he was told to go, do whatever he was told to do because sometimes intimacy is not fun. To get to the point to where you need to be, sometimes it's not edible. It's not palatable. Because intimacy comes at a cost. Identity comes at a cost. Are you willing to pay the cost? People say, well, Jesus paid the price. You're right, he did. But Paul said, I fight this fight daily. I beat my body into submission. Right? He said, don't follow after me. Follow after Christ. He said, he said for he is the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man should go but to the Father but through me. The cool thing about the word phono, his loud voice, that Greek word, it's used in healing. It's used when somebody gets like a surprise. What they experienced this morning was the Greek word phono. It was a, it, it was, did you see the, the, the light? It was like, whew, what's that? No more pain. Whew, what's that? Presence of God. So the scripture talks about that same word, and I'm not putting them up here yet. You've got Acts 3.10 with the lame beggar. What happened when he was healed? He jumped. He shouted. He, he ran wild. He, everybody said they even wanted to disprove who he was. Acts 10.10 with Peter. When, he, when, the, cloud came, when the cloak came down and he said, excuse me, when Jesus told them, "Do not call anything unclean that I have clean, that I've called clean," Second Corinthians twelve one through four with Paul. Okay, when Jesus healed the sick man who came out when people others were passing away, right? When Jesus healed them or brought them back from the dead in Mark sixteen eight and Luke five twenty six, they were in awe. God was picking up the phone and he was calling their number. If we want to move forward in the identity of, of who Christ has called us to be, who the identity, who, who call, Christ has called this body to be, because this word is for this body. Many of you are called to be out there in your workplaces, in this neighborhood. picking up the phone to heaven and sending the message on earth the last the last vision i had before while well, i was standing here and we're in worship and they're singing and, and i begin to see and I, there's a tube and i'm being shot and I'm, I'm i'm trying not to to fall over but i'm i'm seeing myself being shot and i'm going through the clouds and i go through the, the through the through space and i'm and i'm on the other side of space and i and i and i stop at the throne room in heaven and the white clouds separate in the glass floor the gold that it is, it is clear and I see the kingdom. He said, now tell him, now take my kingdom and bring it to earth. Because what you identify with here on earth is going to direct you where you go eternally. Right? When you identify with things of the world, where do you go? You go the way of the world. When you identify with things of of Christ and of his word and of heaven, you go the way of Christ. The more you hear Christ, the more you pick up the phone. The more the signal is clear. The more you begin to move in his presence. The more he begins to overflow out of you and then you're not just an empty vessel That's tainted by the world. Now you're a clean vessel that's filled with the presence and the power of God, so you can walk in identity. You can walk in truth. You can walk in the fulfillment of thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All right, that was my introduction. I'm serious. Okay, we're gonna go into something, and I felt like I needed to give you a little bit of a prelude. If I can find it, I think I went too far. Where are you, Isaiah? You're gonna to have to show me how to use this thing, man. No, I'm good. Okay, what we're going to move into here, some of you, it's going to be a real comfortable place. Some of you, it's going to be, you're you're just going to, you're going to easy rocker, sit in this lazy boy, and let Jesus just feed you. Some of you, it's a place that the Holy Spirit isn't trying to get you to, but you've been fighting him because you're scared, right? Some of you, it's just going to give you a headache. It's okay. Me and my wife have been talking about a book that she's been reading, and it's it's scientifically proven that when God begins the Holy Spirit, they did testing on people where when, they spirit filled believers when the holy spirit and they speak in tongues and the holy spirit stay they feel the holy spirit there are there are literally spots of the brain that begin to light up because the holy spirit is activating in them so when you feel like something that's being said is might be a little bit out of your realm of understanding just allow him to insert uh, just ask him to give you Revelation, ask him to to begin to to reveal to you. I'm going to encourage you, if you've got a a bulletin or something, to uh, go ahead and, and write it down. If I can get this... Can anybody just real quick tell me what a noun is? What does it do? Describes? Identifies? It says a word or another pronoun used to identify any class of people, place or thing. Right? A common noun. It's very vague. It, it describes specific things, or a proper noun is particular of one of these. So you have a place, a proper noun would be Italy. You have a person, proper noun would be President Obama. You have a thing versus, you know, that is a leg. Well, that's the proper noun would be that is a chair. The reason why I'm saying this, because I am no scholar of English with a sixth-grade education, dropping out in ninth grade, that's how you know this is Jesus. <laughs> so the very f- the, the the very first vision I had for this word was very familiar to to the um, to the one I had here in first service. The very first vision I, it was it was actually kind of, and I'm going to use I'm going to use words that that may f- make you feel a little uncomfortable. But you can look them up in the scriptures. Paul talks about going into the third heaven. He talks about going into a trance or a vision being taken up into the third heaven, right? So, so as I was in my kitchen, I'm standing there and I just completely like black out. And I'm standing there and I, and, and as I'm standing there, I begin to see that that heavenly picture. I begin to see the the ground as uh, clear, uh, clear streets of gold in the thrones, and, and I begin, then I begin to hear the Father's voice say, I want you to tell them of identity. I'm like, okay, well, what does this mean? I said, okay, so if this is you, God, I'm going to text uh, Pastor Joy and Josh and say, look, I feel like the Lord has a word for us on identity. And if, that's, you know, if it's you, then you're going to go ahead and you know, let this thing come to pass. So we ended up doing a whole sermon series on it. So I guess that's a little bit of confirmation. I'll take that. The second vision, I was sick on Monday, and I'm like, God, you're going to have to k- kind of bring to completion what it is that you're that, that you're talking about, what it is that you're doing. And in this vision, as I'm laying there sick, I see I'm taken up into, in, into space, and it's completely black. And as I'm taken up into space, I begin to see all the planets begin to see the star, begin to see the sun, begin to see the, the earth. And I see a hand come down with, with a felt tip pen, kind of old school felt tip pen. And in this, it started out, I'll start here, it started out like, like this, started out like that, Okay? For any of you who don't know those are Hebrew letters. I didn't know those were Hebrew letters because I had no idea what was being written on my chest. And as it began to move, it moved into began to move into this. And then it moved into this. For any of you who can't see that, right now it just looks like a bunch, of, a bunch of lines, right? The reason why it looked like this at first is because God is three-dimensional. So we cannot put him in a box of what he's writing. So when you're looking at these letters, they, they're overlapping, but they are ones in front, ones in the middle, ones in the back, and he began to twist it. And as he twisted it, he said, now I want you to make it look like this. And as he did it, as he closed it off, I'm not going to give a lot of detail because I can get in trouble for, you know, detail. As he began to close it off, out of this dot, there was a, the beginning of a flower begin to come out and it began to open and it was a beautiful lily. And he handed it to me. This letter right here do we have any anybody who knows Hebrew in this in in the house? Thank you Jesus. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're getting it as I'm getting it and I'm 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 going to do my best, okay? So, this word right here is actually aleph, which is the first word of the Hebrew alphabet. this to me right now. Yeah. Stay with me. Like I said, it's a little, it's, This letter actually means it says, "In the beginning, God created, okay you have different parts of this letter which I'm not going to get into, but the actual letter the actual Aleph, which is comes from the greek where, where, or the Hebrew and the Greek where it talks about, and I am the alpha and the Omega so he wrote he wrote alpha Aleph, which is begin. When you talk about identity, he says, I want you to, be, want you to begin to identify with who I am and you from the beginning to the end. I want you to begin to grab a hold of the greatness that, see, when he said, when I, who I was from the beginning, because I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, Right? All of these begin, all of these letters, this word Aleph, all begins the names of God. Some Jewish people won't say them. They'll say like El, Elohim, Elo, okay, Adonai, Adonalom, okay, Adir. I'm going to screw that up. Just stick with me. Okay, let this just feed what you're, what you're hearing. This very word actually says, Yeshua is Aleph. Yeshua is the beginning and the end. Yeshua is, he says, he says in the beginning, um, and when we're talking about in John, it says, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and nothing was, was without, without him, right? So Jesus was in him in this very, the very writing. This next letter is Vav, right? It's a sixth letter of the alphabet. Fun fact, anybody who drinks Monster, don't worry, you're not going to hell because you drink a Monster. I know there's this whole thing on the internet about if you drink Monster because the line is 666, right? Okay, the actual meaning of this letter, and I thought it was kind of cool. It is a joining of heaven and earth. It implies the connection from heaven and a manifestation into the physical realm on earth, right? It just so happens to be the sixth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It just so happens that people want to take something and they want to contort it and turn it into something that it's not, right? So he would identify. He, he when we were talking about, I, I we were talking about this, right? He would identify with you with Jesus, right? You've got vav. He would identify you with connecting. Heaven and Earth sorry, this stuff kind of excites me. I know it's kind of it can get tedious, but this stuff <laughs> this letter is is hey, the fifth letter of the alphabet, right Of course, where they get all these letters right, according to let me see. This letter means "Behold. You put them all together. It actually, uh, it actually means a letter, a letter of signs and wonders. He's saying, "In you, I've given you Christ to connect heaven and earth. Behold who I am." You put them all together, right? He's saying, I have written on you. This is how he said to say it. I've written on you a letter of signs and wonders that you would be a sign to make people wonder. What are Gentiles supposed to do? That we would draw the Jewish people into jealousy, that they would come to the the, the Messiah, they would come to Jesus. So when we start talking about identity understand he's written on the very tablet of your heart scripture What is he written on the very tablet of your heart that i'm gonna make you a love letter that jesus was the love letter But i'm gonna make you a love letter and i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna use you to make signs and wonders So that when you are before people when you're before man right that you would draw them to his son jesus Okay? you can 't make that stuff up okay i, I i'm i 'm not that good i can I can you know hang with you know I deal with a lot of people in the world who can really try and get over on you, but i can 't make this stuff up okay so what 's really cool about this last letter right what 's funny is when talk people talk about well that 's not I'm, i don 't want to be led by emotions and I want to be led by my feelings and I want to be led by all these different things when it talks about behold that word is actually a part of the five instincts, your emotions, your mind, your bridge that descends heaven and earth, right, the oneness with the Father do you, do you see that he took he took this alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet, we have to go back to the Hebrew alphabet to show because the Old Testament reveals the New Testament, the Old Testament talks about Jesus. And the Messiah is coming. And if you realize in Malachi, if you read the, the scriptures in chronological order, you go from Malachi to John. John 1.1 1, 1 says what? Word was with God and the Word was God. He said I, in, the, in the end of the fourth chapter of Malachi, he says, and I will turn the, the hearts of the fathers back to the sons and the hearts of the sons back to the fathers. And those that choose not to do this, there will be a curse. Who did he use to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the sons and the sons back to the father when he sent, he sent Jesus and John and he said, I am the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. So we're talking about a letter of signs and wonders, right? It says David is, David said, let your word or a letter be written on my heart, my heart that I would not sin against you. In Genesis 4.15, he marked Cain as protection. That same letter, that same, this same word, this word right here is the word that he used to mark, to make a token. This word is the word that he used, how when you put a tag on your, son, on your kid's uh, shirt, in the, in the nursery and preschool, and you go in there, and they're like, I don't know who this kid is. Why? Because his his mark has been removed. They don't know who he is. But mama walks in there, she knows exactly who he is. Daddy walks in there, he knows exactly who they are. In Joshua 2.12, a sign of a covenant, this very word, was a sign of a covenant in the Old Testament. It says... It, in Psalms eighty six seventeen, God uses it as a sign to comfort David. Okay. The root word for this is Ava, which means to point out. A lot of people some, some of us will will, will uh, understand when we say, Why you got your name in my mouth? Why you putting me out there? That's what God is doing. He says, I have your name in my mouth. I am putting you out there. The enemy's tried to steal identity. He's tried to steal, right, the intimacy. And God is saying, I'm marking you. I'm pointing you out. Why do you think when people see you, they see something different? Why do people, when people see you, they're like, I know that they'd be saying this, but when I'm around you, I'm seeing this. Because what we have allowed ourselves in the world to become a part of, we have not allowed the markings of God, the writing, the letter on our heart that was signs and wonders, the, the, the supernatural to be manifest in the physical. We have, we've chosen to just stay where we're comfortable. No longer choosing to go for, Pastor Don was saying earlier, the deeper things. You want to go into the deeper things? Connect heaven to earth and realize that you are that connection. Why? Because Christ in you is alive and living and active. He is the word that's sharper than any double-edged sword. He divides soul and spirit, joints and marrow. He judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Why? So that when you go before men, you can be a sign and a wonder. Does he not love you that much that he would begin to reveal that? That he would say for you, I love you this much, that he gave his son Jesus. And then he would write his word on the tablet of our heart. Miss Sherry, will you put up that first picture? I'm going to bring this just kind of take the edge off this a little bit. Found this on the internet. It says, no one must know who I really am. To protect my city, I must wear a mask. And no one can ever know my secret. Screw it. I'm Iron Man. Some of us are just going to have to get to this point. Some of us are like, nobody can ever know I'm a Christian. Nobody can ever know that I go to Church. Nobody can ever know that I'm a sinner saved by grace because I can't stand. I can't line up to the standards of the world when they find out that I'm a Christian and I might do something wrong. A cuss word might come out of my mouth. Guess what? It happens. I might get angry. Guess what? It happens. Some of us are just going to have to get to the point where, screw it, this is who I am. Guess what? I am Iron Man. Because he said, in him, all things are made perfect. In him, you are made righteous. Not in you. Not in your idiosyncrasies. Not in your abilities. Not in your ups and downs. Not in how many times you you kneel or pray or stand or lay or whatever it is that you do. In Him, because when you are found in Christ and in His righteousness, it takes you to a point to where you, you begin to realize this is who I am, and He's going to make me whole, because the closer I get to Him, the closer I get to intimacy, the closer I get to identity, the closer I bring heaven to earth and manifest the supernatural all around me. Come on! I'll say it over here. The closer I get to who I am in Christ, the closer I get to understanding intimacy, the closer I get to pulling on heaven and manifesting it and bringing it down to earth, the closer I can get to saying it's not about me, it's about him. I don't know if it's going to pop up on the screen right, so I'm going to pull it up so I can read it to you. Will you put that second one up there? No, it doesn't it Says. It says, am I a panda or a dog? My true existence plagues me. Every waking moment, I must go on a grand quest to find out the truth. But first, I must nap. <laughs> this is where some of us are at. Who am I? I don't know. What do I do? I'm going to find out. But first, I'm going to check out. You can go and put on a regular screen. (laughs) Go and stand up with me. Look, there's a dividing line in the sand this morning. He's called us to be a called out people. He's called us to draw people to be jealous of what we have and who we are in him. Nobody's asking you to be perfect. He's only asking you to represent him. He's only asking you to show what he's done in your life. There was a man, his name was Edward. Edward was a thief. He was a liar. He, was, he, he, he cussed people out. He did people dirty. In this kingdom, the king's guard took Edward before the king, and he pardoned him. Edward went back out, and he began to do the same thing over and over and over again. The king's guard took Edward before the king again. He said, look. I've pardoned you once. What is your name? He said, my name is Edward. He said, my name is King Edward. He said, either change your name or change your conduct. Jesus loves us so much that he gives us the ability to come before him every single time we screw up and be broken before him. I believe in Hebrews 10:26 he says that those that go on sinning continually or habitually over and over again there is no blood for the sacrifice any longer. I want to encourage you this morning if you feel like there's something Or there are things that have caused you to go before the throne and you feel like you're just going back and forth, being tossed to and fro by every wave of doctrine, by everything that everybody says, by everything that everybody does. And you hear God saying, either change your name or change your conduct. Change your name or change how you act. Isn't he even a loving father even in that? That he just doesn't go, zzz? No, he's still giving us the opportunity. He's still saying, you have my name, but your conduct does not represent me. If you feel like God is tugging on your heart, that you want more intimacy with Christ, you want for him, for this, you want for this word the ladder of signs and wonders that you would be a sign and you would make people wonder because Jesus in you brings heaven to earth and begins to manifest the supernatural. I want to encourage you. Just just come up here. Just begin to to inquire of the Lord. Just begin to, to, to tell him in your own words. Lay down the things that would put up a barrier between you and him. Lay down the things that would put up that would cause the, the telephone call to be cloudy. That you know that you're hearing, but you're not understanding. You know that you're hearing, but you're not listening. You know that you want for this thing that you call Christianity that some of us have been walking in for such a long time, but there's some things that we need to lay down so that when he begins to speak to us and the word is written on the tablet of our heart, it's no longer foggy. We're not filtering it through the hurts of life. We're not filtering it through the lies of people. We're not filtering it through the lies of the enemy. We begin to truly filter the word of God through his Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now that those who feel confusion, feel anger, even rage or murder towards someone, we just break that right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that right now, those that feel abandonment, we break that right now in the name of Jesus. For those that feel like they have been taken advantage of, we break that right now in the name of Jesus. Father, that you would begin to write on the tablet of our hearts even right now. That you have set us apart. That you've written your son's name on our hearts. That you have called us. You said, behold, this is my child whom I am well pleased. If you have not given your life to Christ... If you have not said, Jesus, I want you to come and be a part of my life because I was so afraid that I thought I just couldn't line up with it, I want to encourage you this morning to do that. I want to encourage you before you leave, allow someone to pray with you that you can give your life to Christ, that he can change you, that he can mold you, that he can shape you into the identity that he's called you to be, not the identity that the world has said you would be. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for what you're doing, Father. I thank you for the service, Father. I thank you that you would just, you would bless your people you would bless them and keep them and let your face shine upon them you would give them rest and peace you would protect them you would put a hedge of protection around them father that you would put your warring angels around them that you would direct them and guide them father that you would begin to loose this word over them father that their spirit man would become alive and it would grab a hold of the physical mind that it would begin to become reality to them so father we just thank you for this If you have to slip out, go ahead and do that. Feel free to do that. Thank you for being here today. God bless you. Be safe. If you pray at the altar, I want to encourage you to come up and just find someone to pray with.